L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. king of sports books comes the king of sports podcasts unleashed presented by bet mgm here's your hosts Giannis pappas and olivia harlan decker The king of sports books. And as far as I'm concerned, this is the king of holidays. Happy Thanksgiving. I, for one, am ready for one of my favorite days of the year filled with family, food, and football. What's not to like? You know, I've really missed so many Thanksgivings over the past seven years or so being a college football sideline reporter. This is huge. I remember my first year with ESPN at an airport on Thanksgiving Day, I had a pumpkin pie protein bar and a turkey (laughs) jerky, and that was about as sad as it got. Giannis, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? And do you feel sad for me? Are you crying? Yeah. Oh, that sounds like you had the Thanksgiving of divorced dads. That's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's oh, a protein bar. Yeah. And an airport. Oh. That's like, oh, I God. think I cried. Yeah. That's a guy who's behind on alimony payments. That's what that sounds like. <laughs> I love Thanksgiving. I love the football the most. I know this is going to surprise you, OHD, but I'm not a huge fan of turkey. I think it's dry. I think it's a dry meat. Yeah. Cranberry sauce. I don't get. I mostly eat stuffing. I only do a few pieces of turkey and I mostly eat stuffing. That's because I'm just a girl who cannot resist carbs. Hey, you know what they say? Carbies don't make Barbies. Carbies don't make Barbies and I'm no Barbie. (laughs) I'm a mean girl. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think uh, we, we were talking about this before we started, but stuffing and dressing are really the same thing. And I guess in Pennsylvania, you call it filling. So I'd love like on Twitter, people tweet at us, what do you call this side dish? In my family, we call it dressing because my mom's Southern and that's the Southern way for it. And it's basically like, you know, mashed up cornbread, uh, like celery, onion. I mean, it's still, I think we're still talking about the same thing, but it's delicious and it's my absolute favorite. Yeah, I mean, it sounds a little different from, I guess, the northern stuffing. Is I guess I didn't know stuffing was northern, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. I think maybe the southerners just change it just the way we call it the Civil War and your mom and her people down there call it the War of Northern Aggression. Maybe they just change the name <laughs> because they hate us. <laughs> Stop it. We're not going there. We are Sorry, not there. Mrs. You know, Decker. Actually- <laughs> My mom is Mrs. Harlan, you dummy. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, Mrs. Harlan. I apologize, Mrs. Harlan and Mrs. Decker. You know, she, she does listen to the show, so she will be hearing your apology and she'll be grateful for it. You know, actually, Sam and I are hosting this year for the first time ever, but we're cheating wow. a bit. We're catering. Wow. Well, look, I don't, I don't think that's cheating. I'm from New York. Okay. So it's like nobody cooks. We always, you know, at one time really? I just ordered, chi- yeah, one time I just ordered Chinese food. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I get it. It's too much of a hassle. You got to have some fun too. And um, when you get that, yeah. when your doorbell rings and you're like, who's that? And you open the door and you see me and my wife, Brittany there. Just know I wasn't invited, but I feel like I deserve to be there. 
You know, you you are invited. Let me correct you there. You guys would be more than welcome, but I'm running out of chairs. So that could be, and I definitely don't have a high chair for Gigi. But no, it is the best holiday. You said you're more of a Christmas guy. My family, we go hard for Thanksgiving. We love Thanksgiving. I can't wait. And again, the football is such a big part of it. You like have to surround your day around what games you want to watch. And we're going to get into that later in the show with Peter Andrew about giving us some picks, because if you're going to be parked in front of the TV anyways, and you know, you got your phone in your hand and you're in one of the legal betting states, you can open up the BetMGM app, make some money, but we want to help you out and we want to give you a little bit guidance. So that's at the end of the show. Make sure you don't miss it. Giannis, this has been one of the most unpredictable NFL seasons we've ever seen. And it continued this past weekend. Truly, anything can happen any Sunday. Like, I don't know what surprised you the most. Vikings beating my Packers, that sucks. But, you know, I'm a typical homer. I'm like, we didn't need to win it anyways. And we were so banged up and everyone was out. And then the Houston Texans stun the Titans at home in horrible weather. And the Bills, they were supposed to run away with the AFC East. They got stomped by the Colts and Jonathan Taylor's five touchdowns. Which one of those games surprised you the most? I'll tell you which one. It's one you didn't even mention. Let's go to Monday Night Football. I mean, the favorite Giants not winning that game and getting beaten by an underdog Buccaneers team was just so shocking to me. I mean, the Giants have looked so good this year. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened to the favorite Giants. And let me just say this, Olivia. You say you don't have chairs for me on Thanksgiving. I will sit on Sam's lap, so no problem. Well, you know, Giannis, you have a bigger drinking problem than I realized with your Giants recap. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, I'm obviously joking. It's uh, at this point, it's not even yes. heartbreaking. I'm over the Giants. You know, I- I'm looking to move on. I'm back. I'm playing the field again. I'm open to be a Chiefs fan. I'm open to be a Green. I'm ready to Lambo with you. Okay. Yeah, it was yeah. just watching that. It was really depressing. It was almost like watching a. It was like watching a horrible internet fight video. It was like I wanted to turn away at the beatdown. It was so bad. To agree with you, the Bills. The Bills, I don't know if they have what it takes. I mean, we've had so many guests on this show call them the favorite to win it, and they just look inconsistent to me. They just look like one of those teams that will Mm -hmm. lose in the playoffs. Yeah, the Giants played so poorly, and Daniel Jones looked so bad that they got Jason Garrett fired after the Monday night game. So a lot of changes up in New York. And we're going to talk more pigskin and turkey legs with our guest coming up. I'm excited about this one, Giannis. Throughout his career, he was one of the most dominating defensive players on the field. He's a two-time Super Bowl champion, which means in the past two weeks, we have four Super Bowl rings on the Unleashed podcast. He was also the 2011 Defensive Player of the Year. Terrell Suggs will be joining us. I have so much to get to with this man. I'm so excited to talk to him. You know, last week on the show, Giannis, Brandon Jacobs said defenses don't win championships in the NFL anymore. So I think I'm going to have you sacrifice as tribute to ask him what he thinks about that. Fair game. Let's do it. Yeah, I have a feeling that a lot of people looking at the NFL slate last week had some bad beats. Bad beat of the week. But perhaps no one had it worse. Then row at bank underscore row. He is the winner of bad beat of the week, which means he is a loser. Guy lost three parlays with a chance to win about 4,500 bucks. Each parlay had just one losing game. They were all kind of a mix of NBA and NFL. And if you had showed me his three parlays on Sunday, I probably would have liked him. I probably would have bet them. So I'm sorry, my man. Try your luck again. BetMGM is giving you $100 site credit for submitting your bad beat. And you know what they say, you'll get them next time. So just good luck next week. Everyone submit your bad beat to at BetMGM on Twitter and we'll announce it here on the pod. You'll get a hundo to BetMGM credit. So you got to play. It's a lot of fun. All right, guys, you know, this is the time of the show where we usually unleash and we go off on something that's really getting under our skin or something we're passionate about in the world of sports. But it is Thanksgiving, so we're going to switch it up for the holidays. That's right. We're going to give thanks for things we're thankful for this year in sports. It's time to give thanks. So, Olivia, let me tell you, okay? Since I'm a Giants fan, Knicks fan, and Yankees fan, 
I don't really have that much to be thankful for. But since I don't <laughs> no. want to make this thing a bitter segment, let me just say I'm very thankful for the show. I really, I was thinking about it. You know how happy I am that I can just watch football and work at the same time and then come and go to work in my underwear and do this show. This is a dream come true. And I hear we're going to the Super Bowl. I don't know what I did in a previous life to get such a great job, but I am very happy and I love this job. And I hope people who are listening are loving it too, because we're having a blast. I'm thankful for our producers, Maddie and Joel who are behind the scenes working very hard to remind me when to show up for the show. Thank you guys for texting me and letting me know when to be here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thankful for Peter Andrew because he always dresses like he survived a plane crash. Uh, Even though he's in his nice apartment, he looks like he just ate a passenger to survive. I don't know why he looks like that all the time. And I'm also thankful for his outstanding insights. But most of all, I got to say, I'm thankful for my pregnant friend, Olivia Harley Decker. (laughs) It's been really fun doing the show with you. I don't know what episode we're on because I'm like Lawrence Taylor. I just show up and I'm like, who do we got this week? Yeah. But it's been a really uh, fun for me to be doing sports. And we had chemistry right off the bat. So I look forward to it each and every week. And you're just the best. I'm just, I adore you. And I look forward to having so much more fun with you until I ask for too much money and they fire me. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a good spot to end. (laughs) Well, man, I feel really bad when we said we were going to pitch what we were thankful for in sports. We're going completely different direction here. Yours was very sappy and I'm supposed to be the hormonal one. Well, I wanted, that's the thing. I knew you were hormonal. I was going to try to make you cry. I wanted to tear you up. (laughs) I've already cried with you. I cried on your show, which by the way, that I'm thankful for being a guest on your show long days. That was a ton of fun. That's when I told you I was pregnant. I did cry on that show. So that was a ton of fun. I'm grateful for you too, my friend. This has been way too much fun. You know, we had a little search for a co-host and when I laid eyes on you, I just knew this was going to work. I just said it. That is my new partner. I need my husband and I need my co-host. So I'm thankful for you. But can I go off on a little bit different direction? Yeah. But I mean, when you did meet me for the first time, you asked Maddie if I was blind because you were like, why are his eyes so close together? Can he see? (laughs) False. (laughs) False. And one other person we forgot to thank is Alex. He's our amazing sound engineer. He is incredible. He looks like Aaron Rodgers. And I love when our guests check in the show and they first see him and they kind of think for a minute it might be Aaron Rodgers. So I'm thankful for Alex too. Speaking of Aaron Rodgers, I'm thankful for Aaron Rodgers' immunization, whatever the hell that means. And despite getting COVID, his witch doctor had him so ready, he only missed one game. And the pack is back, and I believe going to the Super Bowl with us in February, Yanni Papi. So I'm grateful for that. I'm also grateful that the Mahomes family seemingly got their shit together and had a family meeting before the second half of the season. Let me just recap, because I feel like now it's an ongoing saga with me, and I'm not obsessed. I'm not. I'm just a fan. Brittany Matthews, Patrick Mahomes' fiance, has expunged her soon-to-be brother-in-law and best friend, Jackson, from all her social media. Did you know this? Wow. That's a really big wow. deal. That's extremely... That, the kids call that sus. Drama. And Jackson... The water pouring on fan, posing on memorial sites for the dead, tweeting this week that he hasn't flown commercial in so long, he forgot how much it sucks. Disrespectful TikTok star Jackson Mahomes has very noticeably not been at the last two Chiefs games. Can you believe it? Well, they won, so I suspected it. Yeah. And although I can personally confirm he is in Kansas City, Sam and I saw him at a restaurant the other night, and I guess he was even at the same restaurant again on Sunday watching the Chiefs-Cowboys game. I don't know. I'm thinking they listened to my rant about family of athlete decorum on Unleashed. So happy Thanksgiving, Mahomes family. You guys are getting it together and protecting your brand. Happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) I mean, we go in on Jackson Mahomes on this show. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you said we because it doesn't feel like that. Yeah. (laughs) In all seriousness, there is so much to be thankful for. We are thankful to all of our listeners. You guys have stuck with us since the beginning. I think you've seen the show evolve and you have seen us get some amazing guests. One of them is coming up in just a bit. Two-time Super Bowl champ Terrell Suggs joins Unleashed. Nice. Let's get to that.
Let's bring in our guest throughout his career, mostly with the Baltimore Ravens. He was an absolute nightmare for opposing teams and their quarterback. He ranks eighth all time on the NFL's career sack list, the 2011 NFL Defensive Player of the Year and two-time Super Bowl champion. Man, does that sound good. T-Sizzle, Terrell Suggs, thanks for being here, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. That's quite the intro. That sounds pretty good. But I should have introduced you from Ball So Hard University, which is one of the all-time great player intros. Yeah. I, I didn't know. Who knew that that, that was going to take off like that? Like, nobody. I didn't expect it. I just. Yeah. Players was known for saying crazy stuff during their intros. And, you know, the song, it just came out. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to think I'm going to create a university, Ball So Hard University. And uh, it took off, man. It took off like crazy. I was going to say shalom. I was going to introduce you as our esteemed Jewish, one of the best Jewish defensive players of all time. So shalom. 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 (laughs) I want to just start by asking, what did you get for your bar mitzvah? Oh, man. I got, what did I get for my, was it 13th birthday? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I probably got a... A basketball hoop. I didn't get what everybody else normally get, like fifty thousand dollars in a car or something. <laughs> I didn't get that. I got oh maybe a basketball, some toys, maybe some socks. You know, yeah, pretty modest. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do for Thanksgiving now that you are retired? And what did you do for Thanksgiving in the league? Did you ever have a big Thanksgiving game? Yeah, I did against uh, the Redskins. I actually got. Oh. You know, they were giving out the turkey leg. It, you know, that's a yeah. big game. It's the battle of the Beltway. And we don't we only get really play them in the preseason. So both teams are relatively close. We all, you know, everybody run into each other out at the social spot. So it, it's it's a pretty it's a pretty big rivalry game. And that Thanksgiving game, yeah, I had a pretty good game. I think I'm not sure, but I think the first Harbaugh Bowl was on Thanksgiving. But, yeah, I think it was. So that might have been my best one if that was Thanksgiving. But what I normally do during Thanksgiving is the same thing I do now. I pretty much just watch football and play video games all day. It's like my favorite holiday. Well, Christmas is my favorite holiday. I try to say Thanksgiving is because I don't really eat a lot. So while everybody's eating, I'm pretty much off, like doing my own thing. Like I like, uh, like I said, I watch, I watch football all day, and in between the games, like I'll get a game of 2K in. So it's this this, this holiday season is like my favorite holiday, like definitely, because you know Christmas is coming. Got the Christmas decorations already up. Like this, this is my favorite time of the year. Let's talk about the Pro Bowl game. You were a seven-time Pro Bowl selection, one of the best defensive players of all time, like I said. But let's be honest. Is that a game you guys really want to play in at the end of the year? Is it a meaningless game? Do you wish it was in the middle? Does it matter? It does matter in the fourth quarter, but not the week of. Like, especially when they had the game in Hawaii. You take your whole family over there. You go out there and you get drunk for a week. And then, oh, we got to play a football game on Sunday. I remember we played against Adrian Peterson, or he, like, drunk water. No, I didn't go that year. But he, like, while everybody, it was his first year making the Pro Bowl, and he thought it was a serious game. So while everybody getting drunk drinking Mai Tais all week, he was basically drinking water at the pool, and he, like, set the the Pro Bowl record for wrestling. (laughs) Like, if the game only really gets serious in the fourth quarter. But when they had it in Hawaii, that's how you do it. It's like that's at the end of the year. It's like, you yeah. know, you had a, a great season. You get to take your whole family to Hawaii and drink by the pool with the other Pro Bowlers, you know, from the season. You know, some of your favorite players. You know what I mean? So that's when the game was, like, meaningful. But... When they brought it back to the States, it kind of lost its juice. It wasn't like the Pro Bowl anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, I believe, like, the last year in Hawaii, that's when they did, you know, the celebrity captains. It was, like, Prime versus Jerry Rice. And they draft, like, AFC and NFC guys can play on the same team. That, like, that's when the game had juice. You know what I'm saying? But now it's just kind of like, oh, 
you made the Pro Bowl and it's like you got X amount of social media followers so you can get them to vote for you. It's kind of yeah. it's kind of lost its substance. You know what I'm saying? Like, but what can you do? I was just telling you before we started recording, I live in Kansas City. I'm a big Chiefs fan. And you joined the Chiefs in December of the year they won it all two years ago, also known as the J-Lo Shakira Super Bowl. Personally, that's how I remember it. What was it like being the new guy on the team, just joining for a couple months and winning it all? Because that's got to be a little different than when you worked with the team for almost a decade to accomplish that. The rounding thing is like me and my my family, we talk about all the time, like I'm undefeated as a Kansas City Chief. Yeah. <laughs> Never lost a game. I joined them, I believe it's the last four games of the season and the playoff run. You know what I'm saying? So I'm undefeated as a Chief. <laughs> like never, never I love it. game in a Chiefs uniform. And I remember being in Baltimore and when we played Kansas City, like we clashed. And I was very, you know, I wasn't sure of the locker room I was walking into, you know what I'm saying? But when I got there, like the locker room was just like the locker room in Baltimore. You know what I'm saying? Just everybody gets along great. You know what I mean? It's like everybody, they love playing with each other. They love being teammates with each other. It's like the offense and defense alike was like one unit. And not only that, it was, you know, the first class organization from the moment I got there, I felt like I was a chief. You know what I'm saying? Like you would have never thought that, you know, this was the last four game of the season. It was like I got here and it was like, man, we've been wow. we've been waiting for you. You know what I mean? Like I felt so welcome. So it was naturally the transition. It was just really it was really overwhelming. Like it was really like flattering. And it was like, oh, okay. Like I see why you say you you know, you know they say, you know, you never cross paths without having so much in common. And that's why you know, Baltimore and Kansas City, that's why they're still two of the best teams in the, in the AFC. And that's why they're still clashing because they're so alike. You know what I mean? Their identities are so alike, man. And that was a great thing. And like the run and everything, it was like nobody, nobody flinched. Like nobody, there was no doubt whatsoever. No matter the score of any game, no matter what happened. I remember we were losing the Texans 21 nothing. First quarter. Yeah. 21 nothing. By halftime, it was 28-21. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Coming out. Wow. It was no flinch, man. And it was very flattering. Like, it was very brief. But I enjoy my time in Kansas City. Like, that was a iconic, legendary team and a, a, a legendary run, too. Wow. See, I'm really happy to hear that just as a Chiefs fan, too. So what do you see when you look at the Chiefs this year now? Like, do you still see that magic? Do you still see, feel like they can go all the way? Yeah, the thing is, you know, when you've been winning for so long, remember, like, I think, you know, this is the most, I think he's tied. This is the the most losses, you know, Patrick Mahomes or the Chiefs have had since he's been there in the regular season. And, you know, it's only because yeah. it's so early. But everybody, real players know that January football is different from September to December football. You know what I'm saying? It's like everything's zero zero. And every team is basically starting from scratch. So they get in, they're still dangerous. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They still got, you know, Patrick yeah. Mahomes. They still got the fastest person on the planet. You know what I mean? They still got the, the yeah. best tight end. You know what I mean? One of, the, one of the top two tight ends in the NFL. You know what I mean? So they get in. It's like, what can you do? You got to start from scratch. Whether you beat them in September, you got to beat them again and, it's very, it's extremely difficult to beat a team twice. Just piggybacking off that, what do you think it takes to win championships? Because we had a uh, Giants, uh, former Giants running back Brandon Jacobs on the show last week, and he said he doesn't think it just takes a good defense to win a championship anymore. Do you think that's true? No, it doesn't take just a good defense. You need a great team. First of all, you need firepower. You got to be able to score points. You know what I'm saying? And you got to have defense. You can't just decide in January that you're going to play defense unless you're the 06 Colts. And, you know, I'm still a little bitter about that one. But yeah. you definitely need offense, special teams, and defense. But not only that, like the building has got to want to, you know what I mean? The the front office, you know what I mean? The, the marketing, mm-hmm. everybody has got to be dialed in. 
It's not just this group of guys or this player or this one player. It's got to be the organization as a whole. Everybody's got to buy in. You know what I mean? This is what we're doing. We're all on one page, one front, and we're going on the championship run. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I believe it's organization. Like, you can't just, like, how many powerhouse teams that never won it? You know what I mean? Think about that. Right. Like, teams, oh, these are the favorite for the Super Bowl. They, they never even made the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? That year, like they got knocked out in a divisional or something like that. You can think about, um, you know, when we uh, when we when we won in 12, we beat Denver Peyton Manning, Denver Broncos in Denver. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They were the favorite. They had just beaten us two weeks ago, like 38 10 and put their backups in in the fourth quarter, like blew us out. It's, it's a different game. Everybody's got to buy in. Everybody's got to believe. So you can't just have a dominant defense and just think you're going to win, you know what I mean, a, a Super Bowl. So you're definitely poo-pooing Brandon Jacobs' yeah. statement there because it was just last week. <laughs> yeah. He know what he's talking about. You can't, you can't, I, just, you can't just have I a agree. dominant defense because, like I said, in 06, we were a dominant defense. We went 13-3. and Peyton Manning comes up to Baltimore. They, we, they didn't score a touchdown. Didn't score a single touchdown. Right. Probably his lowest rated playoff game ever. Didn't score a single touchdown. We lost 15-6. Five field goals. Yeah. I'll never forget it. We were on the goal line twice. Didn't score. Back-to-back series. Went for it on fourth down. Didn't score. They went on the win Super Bowl that year. We got left out. You know yeah. what I mean? And, you know, yeah. I talked to, you know, Ray and Ed. You know, we used to always just talk about, like, how many championship teams we let walk out the building because we couldn't score points. Man. You know what I mean? It wasn't until, you know, Joe Flacco came and now Lamar that we got over the hump. You know what I mean? So can't just have a dominant defense. You got to have everything, especially special teams, too. Oh, 100%. Speaking of Lamar Jackson, he is one of my favorite players to watch. I think it was like week two or three when he did the cartwheel into the end zone. He's just fun to watch. But when you look at this team and they still lead the AFC North, they're doing great. They just beat the Bears without Lamar Jackson or Hollywood Brown. What do you really like about this team and what concerns you for a real Super Bowl run? I'll say what concerns me and it can easily you know, be corrected. But, you know, they have a lot of young guys in key places. Like you mentioned, Hollywood Brown, you know what I'm saying, the receiver. They got Sammy Watkins, who's won the Super Bowl before, Mm -hmm. played in another, you know what I'm saying. But at those key specialty positions, they they have a lot of young players where I think, you know what I mean, they're going to have to do a lot of growing up fast. You know what I mean? It's, It's the time is now. You don't know if you'll get these opportunities again. You know what I mean? We just mentioned how many championship teams walks out the door without championships. You know what I mean? So that's what's concerned me. What I like about them is their ability to win games different ways. You can win, like, whether you win by 100, you know, the whole, the famous Ben Diesel line, you can win by a mile <laughs> or an inch. Winning is winning. You know what I'm saying? There's no such thing as yeah. an ugly win. You kick the 66-yarder, to win, you know, to win the game. You know what I mean? That's pretty yeah. good. That's pretty iconic. You know what I mean? No matter what you got to do to win the game, you can win the game. The ability to win games late, that's huge in the NFL. You know what I mean? Because a lot of teams are losing those same games. You know what I mean? Pretty much season is kaput. You know what I mean? But if you can win the games late, you can win the games big, you can win it in the last two-minute drive, you can win it going forward on fourth and one. You know what I mean? To seal the win, to stop an explosive offense from scoring a game-winning drive. You know what I mean? The way that they are winning is exciting. Like, I can pull off a win either way. You know what I mean? Who do you have in the Super Bowl? What's your prediction for who's going to be matching up against who? I never fall for that. because (laughs) Yeah, that's smart. It's tricky. What, What the world doesn't know is that January, it's like everybody is rejuvenated. The season is long. Mm. It's a marathon. But then January is like, oh, I just got to win this game. And then you win that game, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, I just got to win this game. And then you're in the championship. And now it's like, 
everything mm-hmm. that was hurt don't hurt anymore. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like it, it, you feel it. it. It becomes special. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, and now you're going against a team. You got to play. You got to play four quarter, sixty minute ball game, and you have what? Now it's like you have 17, 18 games of a team. Like you know this team. I know what they do good, and I know what they yeah. do bad. I know who they are, and I know who they're not. You know what I'm saying? So you get to pile 21, 20 something games of uh, information in the one game. You know what I mean? And that's hard. And the only guy that's kind of the sure thing is the guy in Tampa because of my personal reasons. I refuse to say his name. I just call him 12, (laughs) but he's almost a good bet, especially because he has like weapons. He has like dangerous weapons. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And his football IQ and his ability to win games is in our sport like none other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Only person you can really compare that to is Michael Jordan. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> yeah. like, he's always got a horse in the race. You know what I mean? So to say, I'm always banking on Aaron Rodgers. I'm always banking on him. And the team here. The team here yeah. is... They're looking good. They're looking pretty good. They're winning some big games. You know, you start, you win your division, that is a, a big jump. Because one, you got a chance at a the first round bye. And two, you for sure got a, a home playoff game. You know what I mean? Home playoff game on your own field, the odds are in your favor. So, you know, Arizona, they're, they're looking pretty good. They're looking pretty good. And, you know, they got... You know, my boy Chandler, he, he's bald. he's always Chandler, but um, oh, yeah. Marcus Golden, they're really good. And they lost Watt. You know, they lost Watt for the year, and they're still playing sensational on defense. So the NFC is loaded. You know what I'm saying? All them teams got to face each other. You know what I'm saying? Whereas yeah. in the AFC, like, I didn't expect Buffalo to kind of, like, slide the way they have. But Buffalo, Seriously. Josh Allen is still – you know what I mean? He still can play. Like I said, when you get in January, nothing hurts no more. Everything kind of starts over. <laughs> Never can count out Magic Mahomes. Yeah. I played with the kid, and, like, his game is his game. Like, he does that in practice. Yeah. You know what I mean? I remember I, like, picked off, like, a a, a pick. I mean, an interception in practice on the goal line, and I went to lateral, and he picked it off. No. He picked off. Yeah. The kid's, the kids, kids <laughs> I love that. The kid's amazing. Yeah. My AFC picks, Kansas City, Baltimore. My two teams. Yeah, but which one? <laughs> I mean, on. like, that, I think those two will eventually meet mm-hmm. in the AFC championship. I'm going to say it for you because I'm picking up on what you're throwing down, and I don't think you want to say it out loud, but I think you like the Chiefs more uh, this year. Because I, I know both teams that I can't, I can't choose. I can't choose. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Let me say it for you. <laughs> I know the mentality of Baltimore in yeah. playoff games, in January games, and yeah. I know how special Kansas City is. Like, yeah. everybody's making this hoop block. Oh, they lost four games. Da, 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 da. To real players that know, mm-hmm. they're not hitting the panic button. That's nothing. They lost four games the year they won it all. They lost four games the year they won it all. You know what I'm saying? And now you got an extra game, which is a big difference. You know what I'm saying? So yes. You lose four games, but with an extra game, you lose five games. It's still not a a killer. Like when you went 11 and five, you could be 12 and five now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like I said, I know how special Kansas City is. You know the mm-hmm. uh, kind of chemistry that they have. You know what I mean? Yeah. Again, you don't have to say it. I'll say it for you. <laughs> They're your AFC pick. The Chiefs are. I love both of these teams. I remember. Yeah. I remember when I was on Kansas City and like we were like heading for each other and everybody's like talking about it. Like, oh, it's going to be Baltimore, Kansas City. You know what I mean? That was Lamar's mm-hmm. MVP year. And I was like, this will hands down be the funnest game I ever played in my life because I can't lose it. Yes. No matter the outcome. I, I won't be able to lose. You know what I mean? It's like either my young brothers that like I've like mentored 
and I love these guys. Yeah. Either they go to Super Bowl or I go myself and go get another ring, which evidently happened. You know, we won. And it was just like, I remember my cousin DeMar told me, he was like, Sis, y'all going to win it. Just think everything you needed to happen, happened. Yeah. Miami beats New England on the pass back last minute, crazy yes. laterals to knock New England out the number two to give us a number two. Tennessee beats crazy. Baltimore. Yeah. At the same time. Now we got the, the AFC championship on our field. You know what I'm saying? I've never played yeah. an AFC championship game at home ever. The first time oh, I did man. it when I played for the Chiefs. And that's cool. I remember the significance of going on my first Super Bowl run. We had just beaten Denver and I was like, we finna win this Lombardi. Ed <laughs> Reed yes. said, Sizzle, we've never run the Lamar Hunt trophy. Oof. The Lamar Hunt trophy. And like it's like That's giving awesome. me goosebumps. Like I'm <laughs> me getting too. goosebumps about <laughs> it. The, the, the season was just so profound. He was like, Sizzle, we've wow. never won the Lamar Hunt trophy. So I still got my notes yeah. and I wrote on the week of the AFC Championship game, I was like Lamar Hunt. And his name is on the building. You know what I mean? That's where we were at. You cool. know what I mean? That's where the practice facility is, the Lamar Hunt. Yeah. You know what I mean? You want the Lamar yeah, Hunt trophy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I remember my cousin Damar, he was like, Sizzle. He was like, we're already booking our hotels and stuff from Miami. To Miami. Because <laughs> it, it was like everything we needed to happen, happened. New England yeah. lost. They lost it last week. We get the number two. Baltimore losing. Now we have the AFC Championship on our home field. And it's against a team that what I'm good at. Like, I can defend the run. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think Derrick Henry has ever had a good game against me. Yeah, he may have, but I don't re- I don't remember it. Y'all can go look it up. But Derrick Henry never not, okay. not did a game that I played <laughs> against him. He ain't had no 100 yards yeah. and everything he did that he's been doing since. But That Titans game was epic. Man, I have so many questions. I want to ask you just about that postseason. Like, I just, like Andy Reid, you're bringing that in. I want to know if you, like, went out and partied with Kelsey. I have so many questions for you. That season was special, man. It was really special yeah. because I remember every play in every game. Remember, we were down to Tennessee 17-7 yeah. early, and we had to come back. We basically had to come back and vote for those playoff games, you know, Houston and Tennessee. The Tennessee game, I just kind of, like being in Baltimore, I've played them a lot. I played them a lot. I, I knew kind of Lewan. I played Tannehill a lot when – he was in, um, mm-hmm. you know, Miami. I just kind of, I've never been more confident. And now I got a guy that that lights it up. And they got special, like, you know, Travis, Cheetah. Uh, we had Sammy then. And we mm-hmm. had that that other kid. I think his name is uh, DeMarco Robinson, number 11. I think his name was. Yeah. Like, it was just talent everywhere. Pringle. And I was just like, I've never, uh, Damian Williams, I've never been more confident, like, going into, you know, going into a playoff because I was like, oh, we're getting 30 points. And that's saying a lot from a guy who already had won a Super Bowl. Right. Hey, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I've never been more confident. And it was just like, we don't have to win it, just don't lose it. You know what I mean? That's the kind of mentality. Like, no, they can score 14, 20 points, we're fine. Do you know what I mean? Like I yeah. said, the Houston game, we down 21 nothing in the first quarter. By halftime, we were up. I was just like, with this kid, your luck can, can change that fast. <laughs> and, and remember, even in the Super Bowl, we were down 20 to 10 in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Fourth quarter comeback. We were down 20 to 10 in the fourth quarter. Like, people forget this. Yeah. Against Jimmy G, who everyone's like written off now. Yeah. We were down 20 to 10 in the fourth quarter. And we end up winning 31-20. Crazy. Yep. Crazy. Crazy. You know Crazy. what I'm saying? Is that why you retired right after that? Did, did you have a little left in you, but you were like, this is perfect. I want to ride off in the sunset with a victory like that? No, that's kind of how it just ended up happening. The thing, the crazy thing is, I'm not going to put a damper on, because, uh, you know, we're having fun, but my mom had passed. Oh. You know, my mom had passed last year, and... I'm sorry. It, it's all right. You know what I mean? It was just the last game she saw me play. So it, Wow, really? 
Yeah, she was at the game. It was um the last game she saw me play, and then she passed, and I was just like, nah, I might as well just end it right there. You know what I mean? I think, like, it kind of wow. just wrote itself. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was just kind of just right off in the sunset. Man, you, you had a, a, a comeback victory in the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? So yeah. it was like, yo, take your <laughs> ring and run. Yeah. Quitting while you're ahead isn't quitting. Right, right. <laughs> right, right. No, that's a that's a beautiful end to a great career. You know, guys play their whole career, 14, 15 years, never even see the Super Bowl, sniff the Super Bowl to end with two rings. Okay, we got to ask you, because you're so good at winning games, we have a little game for you. We think that you'll win our game. Are you ready to play our game and have a little fun with us? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. You were the Ravens all-time sack leader, which is really saying a lot, given the amazing defensive players that have worn that uniform, 139 career sacks. Mm -hmm. Do you think you could name all the quarterbacks that you sacked in your career? Um, Well, don't worry. You don't have to. (laughs) That's not the game. No, because to be totally honest with you, there were a lot of Cleveland Brown quarterbacks that were really Oh, Ooh, that, was, that was some tea. That was some shade. I'm going to sit in my tea. Oh, a lot of Browns quarterbacks. Brandon Whedon and God bless Derek Anderson. God bless those guys that really like to hold on to the ball. <laughs> and the guy had a jersey of basically every quarter. They had like a different quarterback for like 15 years in a row. And yes. he had a whole list of them. And I was going down. And I was like, wow, I think I've gotten all those guys. I've- like a graveyard. <laughs> like Miles Garrett did it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, believe well, has been really good to me. Okay, well, that's not the game. That was just setting you up for the game. Actually, Giannis is going to list quarterbacks that you have sacked. And you're going to give us a little inside info or a story about them, especially if you like really didn't like them. This is the podcast to say it. So Giannis, you go ahead, list the quarterbacks. And Terrell, you tell us how good it felt to sack them. Okay. First up, the legend Michael Vick. I've sacked Michael Vick? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's mind-boggling. You didn't even know that? I didn't know. I mean, it's been a lot of games, but you got to remember, Michael Vick was Lamar Jackson before Lamar Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Patrick Fine, and he really played the, he played the game at a speed on his own. Like, nobody really played the game at that speed. And he really looked like it wasn't that difficult for him. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm saying Michael Vick, I was really fortunate and really young. <laughs> and be able to get him down probably because somebody else missed. So, but I'm still a big Michael Vick fan. So, yeah. Yeah. That's funny. It's a catch in the road runner. Especially the young <laughs> Michael Vick, Atlanta Michael Vick. Probably a, a yeah. pretty good player. Like, because he, he was in a class of his own up until Lamar Jackson showed up. All right. How about uh, the legend Drew Brees? I like second Drew Brees. It's just because he was probably had 300, 400 yard games, and it's good to have a second. <laughs> He's a really great guy, yeah. and you don't want to hurt him. And I like accidentally like hurt him in the in the Pro Bowl. I got a second on. I like fell into his knee. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, you're right. I fell into Damn. his knee at the Pro Bowl or to his knee up, and uh, I felt really bad about it, man. I think you knocked his hairline back a little bit, too. <laughs> it's come back, though. Don't worry. Oh, he's good. Man. No, he still got hair. He still got hair. But, you know, Drew Brees, he, he's, a, he's a great quarterback, and he's not hes not a big trash yeah. talk. He just goes out there and lights you up, man. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's good to sack, you know, a, a future Hall of Fame quarterback. But, yeah. Did you talk any shit when you sacked any quarterback? Did you go, like, T-sizzle? What was your like? What was the funniest thing you said to a quarterback after you sacked him? I don't think uh, uh, this this PG thirteen. This I'm, I'm, oh, I'm you can sure say whatever. Part. Yeah, some weeks were R. I'm pretty sure I've said some crazy stuff while my. Uh, I'm <laughs> I'm pretty sure, <laughs> especially like I said, I can think of just some inappropriate stuff that I, that I said probably, especially in the skins game. I never really bad mouth been. Like, as, as heated as Ivory is, okay, you know, Raven Steelers, Oof. like, I never really bad mouthed him, but 
Me and 12 has gotten into it a few times. I'm pretty sure that's that's coming up. Yeah, wait, wait, just go right there. Tell us why you hate Tom Brady. You got to get into that. I'm sorry, 12. I can't say I hate. Hate's a strong word. But me and my friends, we were talking about when we were watching the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. It's like he's the one guy, like, growing up that you didn't like because he was just so good. You know what I mean? But me and mm. him, like, I think our beef kind of started. I think it was 2009, and they had just put in the the Brady rule, or it was 2010, I think. Yeah. And I didn't hit him in his knee. I, like, fell at his foot. And he, like, looked at the ref and, like, pointed at his knee, and the ref, like, throws the flag. Ah. Oh. That's where it started. <laughs> that That's where it yeah. started, right there and there. Soft. So... And ever since then, it's been kind of just kind of like tension, I would say. But tension. You know what? He's got seven rings. I got two. <laughs> it's probably time to bury that now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is that just on uh, players that you might have had a, uh, you know, need to hit? Uh, I heard something about Heinz Ward in Pittsburgh. Oh. Why did you want to kill him? Hmm. Because he was just a villain and he was really known for like crackback and defenders. He like broke a kid's jaw. Like this is when football was Jeez. football. I think uh, Rivers. Yeah. From Cincinnati. I remember watching, we were watching it like on film. And like, I just remember our coach saying, close your eyes, man. <laughs> and like, he like cracked, like he, he had some of the most iconic like crackbacks like ever. I used to have to threaten him before the game. And then he'll get up and smile at you, and you know, with all them Harley Whites. <laughs> and, you know, it it, it, it got heated. I, I had to threaten his life. I was like, dog, you cracked me. I swear I'm going to kill you. I, I promise you. Wow. We're, we're going to, game's over right here. We're just going to get it on. Jeez. But he was the ultimate villain, man. I'm like, I'm surprised we didn't hang like wanted posters up around our building, like on Steelers Week. See, Giannis, this is old football. This is when football was real. This is old football. This is, this is great football. It's like 10 I years loved, ago. I, I loved it. The game now, eh, taunting, targeting, helmet to helmet. Eh, yeah. You know I mean, we don't want nobody to get hurt, but. I've got to ask, you brought up Ben Roethlisberger. He's a big dude. I mean, I know on defense, y'all are big dudes, but he couldn't have been easy to bring down, old Big Ben. He's not. And he's always going to make the first guy miss. You don't want to be first. Yeah. You don't want to be first. He's kind of almost like anticipating the hit. And he's very difficult to bring down, you know, especially when he was a lot younger. You know, body was a lot, you know, durable. You know, this game wears on us. So, yes, you know, he's extremely difficult to tackle. Can you believe he's still playing? Yeah. Quarterback, a lot of love now. (laughs) Yeah. He's a pretty tough guy. He's a pretty tough guy. I remember yeah. one time we like broke his nose in the first series of the game, bleeding all out his nose, and they went on to beat us. That guy, I'll never yeah. forget him. I remember a lot of games, but I you definitely remember every Raven Stillers game. Oh yeah. You know, you remember every game you'll talk about him, but you know, the Raven Stillers is is what you tell your kids about. Your your grandkids about. Okay. So He's a really tough guy, so it's not it. surprising me he's still playing. Twelve still playing. I guarantee you Drew yeah. Brees could still play. They just, you know what I mean? Yeah. They almost needed him, too. It's pretty good. The good ones can play a long time. Okay, another guy whose hairline I think you knocked back a couple inches and a great place to finish here. One of the best to ever do it. We're watching him on the Manning cast. Peyton Manning. <laughs> Tell us a little insight on that matchup. Man. Remember, he he's the one who started the crazy calling everything from the line. Everything, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he, he started all of that. And he used to dump you. Like, I've never got a good shot on Peyton Manning. Never. Like, he, once he sits, the hit was coming, he'll just, ugh. So he would dump you, but it didn't matter if he threw for seven. I mean, if you sacked him once, he threw for seven touchdowns on me one time. I think it was the most Man. I've ever given up in a game. You know what I mean? Seven touchdowns, 400-some yards. Like, you got lit up. So, you know, he was a gunslinger. He was known for getting the ball out quick. You got there, you you had to make it count, but you never got a big hit because 
he just, you know what I mean? Kind of just gave up on the play. Just, uh, I'm going to slide. You know what I mean? I'm going to go down. Like, he didn't, yeah. he didn't want to, you know, he didn't want to take no punishment, which is smart. You're the quarterback. Your team wins and lose on you. You know what I mean? But, you know, Peyton, I don't have any trash talk memories against Peyton because I think he won no. a significant amount of our battles. But it is good to sack Hall of Fame quarterbacks, though, to have that on a resume. <laughs> yes. Well, that hey, you did pretty good at this game. I got to say, you are still a winner, Terrell Suggs. You can all follow Terrell Suggs on Twitter at UntouchableJ4. Terrell, thanks so much for being here and for all your insight. God, I have so much more I want to ask you. I wish we could have you back on. I appreciate that. I'll come on anytime. Thank you, guys. weekend's action. Let's bring in BetMGM betting expert, Peter Andrew. Peter, we need some Thanksgiving winners, my friend. It's one of the best days of the year to park it in front of the TV, fill your drink, fill your plate, and watch some football. But it's even more fun if you're winning some cash in the process. Help us out. What games are we going to look at today? Yeah, so crazy week last week. Specific players went off. Jonathan Taylor, Justin Jefferson. I think you're looking at some really good matchups again this week. And obviously, you got a triple header Thursday night. First one we're going to focus on is Raiders at the Cowboys. Cowboys are seven and a half point favorite. So you taking the hook there or are you taking the Raiders? Punishment picks. Giannis, you go first. Raiders at Cowboys. Oh, man, I'm, t- I'm, going, with, I'm going with Vegas. The way the Cowboys looked. This past week, yeah, I just feel like we're going on a little bit of a downslide. I'm taking Vegas, baby, Vegas. You know, I am too, just because now the Cowboys are down two receivers, I believe, when we record this, uh, CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper. So that's TBD. They had one of the strongest receiving rooms in the NFL, and that was one of their strengths. So now I don't know. I They did not look good in Kansas City last weekend. I'm going with Vegas too. Yeah, I'm with you guys. Underdog. Once, once they started blaming COVID for losing the game, that's when I uh, jumped ship on the <laughs> <Dipped> Cowboys. <out>. <laughs> <laughs> Second game, the night game on Thursday night, so on Thanksgiving, Bills minus five and a half at New Orleans. Both teams did not look particularly good last week, but, but obviously Jonathan Taylor running all over Buffalo was probably the big news story. What do you guys like there? Honest. Mm, you know what? Let, let's go with an upset. I'm going. I'm going with New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. I feel like New Orleans doesn't have an identity. They've had such a weird season. Uh, boy, how, did you see Taysom Hill getting paid? That's that was a nice surprise. I'm happy for him. Let's let's on the news of cash money. I'm going to go with the Saints. I like it, and and that contract wow. for Taysom Hill makes zero sense to me. If yeah, you need a law degree to understand it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Third one, we saw, we're recording obviously on Tuesday, we saw Brady and the Bucks yesterday looked really good against the Giants, no surprise. And then we just talked about it. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, five touchdowns, four rushing, one receiving. Tampa visits Indianapolis. They are two and a half point favorite. Tampa, that is. What do you guys like there? Really intriguing matchup. Yeah, Giannis, you go. Man, Colts are looking like the underdog a favorite, like the spoiler. But I got to, uh, we're going to have to disagree on this one, Olivia. I guess so. so yeah, I'm going to go. On the count I know of you three. hate. Okay. One, one, two, two, three. three. Bucks. Bucks. Okay. Shit. One. <laughs> pe- rock, paper, scissors says shoot. shoot. Okay, I'm going to, I am going to go with the Colts. Okay, I'm going to go with Tampa Bay, so that works out just fine. Okay, what's your reason yes. for the Colts? Are you just riding the hot hand? Are you a fan of hard knocks? What? I'm a fan of disagreeing with you, and I'm okay. riding the hot hand. They look great. So that's two reasons. The third reason is it's Thanksgiving, so why not? I'm going to be leaning back with a stomach full of turkey and yeah. pigskin on the screen. I love it. 
And I'm taking Tampa Bay. Gronk is back. He had a great game Monday night. Their defense looks good. They had an interception on Daniel Jones. I like Tampa Bay. I still think they're going to end up in the Super Bowl, especially now kind of getting Buffalo out of the way. Who are the Bills? Why are we even still talking about the Bills? Let's give Tampa Bay at Indy. I like it. Okay, I've got a question for y'all. When you think of Thanksgiving, that you're sitting there and you're watching a Thanksgiving game, which one of these seems like the most classic? I know the Lions kind of always are, but not saying the best one this year, but when you look at the jerseys on the field, what one do you guys like the most with your turkey? Mm. I, I like that. I like, you know, even though I picked the Colts, I like the Bucks. I like that. I like that. It reminds me of red wine. They just, <laughs> they got that beautiful red, you know. But they play Sunday, Giannis. They play Sunday. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Are you talking about thanks on Thanksgiving? Yes. Okay. Who do you like? <laughs> I'm looking at the games right in front of me. I know you're not. I can read you like a book. Yeah, I promise. You got me. You got me. You ha- you got me. You call yeah. me out. Yeah. Um, I guess I like seeing the Cowboys on Thanksgiving too. I, I, I think that kind of seems good. I, it's obviously at home at Jerry World. I feel like that one looks like Thanksgiving. I'm kind of with you on that one. I feel like that is the one that's always like nostalgic that you feel you remember every year. It's like that perfect time in the day. They usually have the 430. Yeah. You're starting to get like a little drunk, but like almost (laughs) over. And then you look at the game and the Cowboys have scored like six points. And it's like, yeah, it's 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 Cowboys Thanksgiving. See, Peter, you just made me sad. I just realized I'm pregnant. This I won't be able to imbibe on Thanksgiving. You just made me really sad about it. Sam's gonna be drinking (laughs) double this year. Yes. Don't worry about it. Whatever, whatever relatives that are over that you haven't told, you'll be able to lie to them just fine. You're a good liar. But everybody knows now, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, everyone knows now. In fact, we're doing the gender reveal on Thanksgiving. So do you guys want to place a bet for that? Yes. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. What do you guys think? And then, oh, here's what we'll do. Whoever loses between y'all two, you read the punishment pick the next week. Okay. Boy or girl or something in between. Giannis, Peter. Go ahead. I'll let you go first. I'm going to go hermaphrodite. Both. (laughs) 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 No, really make a pick. What do you think? You know me. You you get a vibe off people. Yeah. You were so convinced it's a boy the other day when we were talking that I have to fade it. I'm going girl. Wow. Okay. I'm going to go boy because them Deckers, man, they don't make girls. Those are some (laughs) strong farm boys from the Midwest. (laughs) I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I think we're going to see at least a division one yeah. basketball player, or if he's a little more sensitive, maybe a division one volleyball player, male. So okay. it's, which I, I think we're going to, we're going to see another little Decker. Okay. I hope I'm not giving birth to a small power forward, a small power forward, a small forward. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's where I need to end it. That was the worst dad joke ever, or I guess a mom joke. <laughs> now I'm on fire. Okay. You're on fire today. Olivia, you are on fire today. <laughs> well, that'll be fun. Mom and dad will be proud. <laughs> I will reveal it on my Instagram on Thanksgiving if anyone's listening, and then we'll talk about it on the show. But that's a lot of fun. Peter, thank you so much. And in the spirit of Thanksgiving, because we are all about gratitude and love, we are not going to punish each other. And by that, I mean Giannis punished me because we always uh, end up in that situation. We're not going to read the punishment picks because it's crass, it's inappropriate, and this is Thanksgiving, damn it, and we're not having it. So that is our show for this week. Yeah, and happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Don't forget to check into Olivia's Instagram where she'll be turning her baby's gender reveal into content. Thank you so much. Don't forget to go to... BetMGM on Twitter on Mondays to submit your bad beat of the week. We'll announce the winner of the bad beat next week. Don't forget to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Com slash compatibility.
Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Give yourself a delicious escape from the afternoon with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies.